You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing restorative dentistry and thermal viscous technology in bulk fill composites. Our guest is Dr. John Flukey, a general dentist in private practice in Lee's Summit, Missouri. He lectures extensively on all aspects of clinical dentistry and has been featured at every major dental meeting in the U.S. and international locations as well. Dr. Flukey uses technology in every aspect of his practice and pushes his office to be on the leading edge. Dr. Flukey, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so this is a brand new product, uh, and I think uh, Voco is the manufacturer, a great company, and we're really excited to learn more about it. It's a thermoviscous uh, technology, often referred to as a TVT technology. If you could tell us what thermoviscous technology is to start, and then uh, we'll move on from there. Sure. Um, anything or, or most things, I should say, just in our physical world, if you warm them, uh, they tend to get more pliable. And that's just kind of a physical function of, of most things that we interact with on a daily basis. And composite is no different um, for gosh, for probably the last 15 or 20 years, uh, there are companies that have made composite warmers that simply allow you to set either your composite syringe or your composite little compules on a warming base. And uh, when it, you know, when the composite warms, it becomes a little bit more pliable and a little bit easier to use. Um, and the people at Voco, to give them a lot of credit, they looked at this and they said, wow, this is, uh, this is interesting and it obviously works. It stood the test of time. So what if we took that concept and then we, we turned that concept and we basically created a material that is designed to be warm, designed to be heated before you use it. And so they, you know, they did a lot of work and the, the end result is a pretty phenomenal product that they call Viscolor um, Bulk. It's a pretty incredible thing. Yeah, so Viscolor Bulk um, is a bulk fill material. That's basically what it's defined as the, or the category that it fits in. How would you explain the design behind Viscolor Bulk compared to other bulk fills? Well, a lot of bulk fills, um, were, were done that way. They were designed, um, and it's all about the curing aspect of things. And so they were designed to cure uh, by kind of by cheating in a way. And what I mean by that is it's not a bad thing, but uh, bulk cure materials, especially the ones that were just light cured, and there's a, a plethora of different types of, of bulk cures on the market. Um, but the light cured ones, uh, the way the companies did it was they made the materials uh, more translucent. And of course, the thing about translucency is the more translucent something is, the greater amount of penetration you get of the curing light. And when you do that, then obviously your photons reach further into the material and they worked and, and they still work. They're still being sold and they work fine. Um, the only drawback that I think they really have is that those materials uh, with that translucency, when they're set, they're not as aesthetic as we would like them to be. And you know, dentists were, were so critical of our, our own skills. Um, 
it's kind of funny. I actually going to just dovetail off of this or, or make a make a turn real quick. I have a friend of mine whose wife needed some neurosurgery and they were meeting with the neurosurgeon and the neurosurgeon found out that my friend is a dentist and he said, oh, I don't know how you guys do what you do. You have to be so precise. And my, my friend was like, uh, you're a brain surgeon. And he was like, oh, we're not dealing in like, you know, half a millimeter increments or anything like that. You guys are a lot more precise than we are. And I, I just thought that was funny because, yeah. you know, the, the whole thing of brain surgery, we always think of that as being, you know, the end all be all in healthcare. Actually, I'm a yeah. retired endodontist and I worked on heart surgeons and brain surgeons as well, did root canal on them. And they, and they looked at the uh, preciseness of root canal. You know, we're talking about half millimeters. And, sure. And they kind of said the same thing. So I, I totally get what you're saying. That's funny that you say that because yeah, we're, you know, and I think really as a profession, I think sometimes we're too hard on ourselves, but you know, going back now to the, the whole idea of the restorations is that somebody would finish with one of these bulk fills and they would set it and they would polish it and they would look at it and they would say, well, gosh, it's a perfectly serviceable restoration. It'll be in there for, you know, for years for the patient. They're going to get a good lifespan out of this, but, oh, big sigh, it's just not as pretty as I'd like. And, you know, so, that's where we kick ourselves. Right. So you have the translucency issue in the, in the standard traditional bulk fills, but this one, little research that I've done on it and correct from if I'm wrong kind of obviates the need for a separate base or liner, right? Because it doesn't have that translucency and it has the flowability. Is that right? Kind of it's two in one? Yes, you are spot on. What what they decided to do, and, and this is really the genius, I think, of the product, is it's a product that you can get four millimeters depth of cure out of. But when you heat it, it actually becomes uh, almost like a flowable. And so when you place it down into the preps, you can really get it to go into all the nooks and crannies, fill in all the spaces. And when you set it, you don't have that translucency going on. This is, and I, I would say this, whether you know the, the company was listening to this or not, this is the most aesthetic material that I have had my hands on perhaps ever in my career. Hmm. And I was not expecting that when I got it. I was expecting a material that would handle well and that would cure well and that would, you know, be a good service to my patients. But the first probably five restorations I did, I couldn't see them when I was done. Mm -hmm. And I was just completely taken aback by that. Now, I did speak to the company. They mentioned that it's really warming it. Like you mentioned heat, but it's really warming the... Yes. Uh, because there's really not any heat that's generated that's pulpally damaging. It's a warming effect that allows the molecular design of the material right to flow. Is that Correct. right? Okay. Correct. Yeah. It's a it's a material that's warmed to about 50 degrees C, um, mm -hmm. and so it's not of anything that's going to raise uh, you know the temperature intrapulpally or anything like that. Um, it's a warm material, and it is designed to be used that way. Right. Um, so it becomes a very flowable and very easy to instrument technology, uh, you know, when you're placing it. And amazingly enough, it stays in that state quite a while. So it does give you the opportunity to uh, sculpt it, to mold it, to, you know, put in your occlusal anatomy and, and all that sort of thing prior to setting. 
so that you've got a lot of working time with it to really give yourself the end result that you're looking for. Yeah, that's amazing. And apparently the, the capsule, the re-engineered capsule is quite a uh, innovative improvement to the way these things are done. If you want to tell us a little bit about that, that would be great. You know, first, like, why did they re-engineer the capsule? And how is this uh, capsule different? And what about the redesigned tip that helps us during the procedure? Yeah, the, the capsule itself, we've all, you know, over the years, we've all used capsules in dentistry. And you get your matrix bands on and you, you get into the mouth and you get the, the compule in your gun, whichever you know, type of dispenser gun that you like to use. And then you, you get over the target and you realize two things. Number one, the lumen of that compule is a pretty large diameter. And the other thing is that that lumen is also, or I'm not, I'm sorry, not the lumen, but the actual tip is, is pretty short. And so when you're expressing the material into the preparation, what you're doing is, you know, basically squishing the material into it, but the cartridge or the compule really isn't helping you very much. Now, what VOCO did was they took their compule and they made the lumen of the tip a lot more narrow. So it's a much smaller diameter and they made it much, much longer. So it, it does two things. Number one, when you go to place the material, you can place that tip all the way into the proximal box, clear down to the pulpal floor and express it and basically backfill it without any problems. And then the other thing is, that as you do that, you can then move the tip around and place the material in, in different areas. So it's not like the old compules where the lumen was very large and you were sort of just using it to express a large blob into the area that you then you know sculpted and carved. But in this case, you actually use it to, to guide yourself. So you don't have uh, as much material wastage and you certainly have a much easier experience of only putting the material where you want it to go. One of the problems that I've always had with the large diameter compules is that when I try and, and fill the proximal box area, the box area is actually smaller than the tip on the compule. So I end up getting uh, material over the matrix band and onto the adjacent tooth. Then you've got to make sure you get all of that off of there because if you don't do that, you're going to end up with the band being locked by a, you know, a layer of composite over it, that's a lot harder to get the band off. Patients certainly don't enjoy, you know, when the dentist has got both hands on a, a pair of hemostats trying to remove, uh, you know, a matrix band. So the uh, compule really allows you to have exceptional control of the material. So when using this compule on this redesigned tip, especially like you mentioned at the floor of the box, do you need a liner uh, or a flowable base uh, to go down there or you just, does it really replace that? Yes, it does. Absolutely. Now, it's one of those things where if you had a situation where maybe, you know, a, an area was really deep and clinically you felt like I would like to put some type of maybe a, you know, a calcium releasing liner or one of uh one of the new biological materials where maybe you're trying to get some ionic transfer into the dentin, 
uh, I think you could, you know, I, I don't have any problem with that at all, um, depending on, you know, the amount of sensitivity and, and such and the, and the proximity you are to the pulp. But it's definitely not a requirement. Uh, using a, a, a base or a liner really is dictated by the clinician's judgment and the clinical situation and not dictated by the material as it has been in the past. Yeah, that, that's very well said. Very well explained, Dr. Fluky. And that, that's Thank a huge, yeah, absolutely huge advantage to the chair side clinician where they don't have to by requirement of the material use use a base and a liner so if the tooth is anatomically exactly the way they want it to be health wise no need for a like you said a bioactive material boom just go straight in with viscolor and you're, and you're good when it comes to aesthetics and you kind of commented on this earlier you know the prevailing thought about bulk fills is that they have a lot to be desired when it comes to aesthetic dentistry and that's because you mentioned about the translucent characteristic could you elaborate on that a little bit more as, as why Viscolor really changes the game when it comes to aesthetics and bulk fill? What VOCO has done is VOCO has always had very aesthetic materials. I've always been very, very happy with uh, their shading and also with their chameleon effect um, of, of how they pick up the surrounding tooth structure and incorporate that. And they've built that into Viscolor I'll tell you a quick story. When I started using the material, they sent me some samples and I was beta testing it. And I had a patient come in one day and we shade matched it. And I said, this is going to be, uh, it's going to be, I think it was an A1. And we got into it and I got ready to get the material out. And I suddenly realized I hadn't had a lot of material sent to me. And whether it was, whether the tooth shade was A1 or A2, I was out of that material. So I was forced to use, you know, the next shade closest. And so um, if the tooth was A1, I reached for an A2. And I thought, okay, well, this will kind of give me an idea of exactly how well the material works. And I'll be able to see my margins really well and be able to calibrate all of that. And I put the material in the tooth and I couldn't find the margins. And this was on, on somewhere between like my third or fifth restoration with the material. And I, I had this epiphany of, I thought, oh my gosh, if it looks this good and I messed up my shade, match, how much better is it when you've got the right shade for the right tooth? And, and that's probably the best way that I can talk about the aesthetics of that material is yeah. even I can't mess it up. That's very modest of you. You're known as one of the top clinicians in the country, so you're being very modest. But that's that's a good way of putting it. In other words, the material is pretty forgiving, which as dental clinicians, that's not so bad, right? To have a material that's a little forgiving? Oh, absolutely not. And it's it's nice to know that you're going to get a good result, even if you, you get in the soup. And we all have those situations, you know, where we go for, hand me the A2, and there's a, <clears throat> uh, we're, we're, we're out of that. And then it's, you know, like, okay, well, uh, hand me the next best. And with this, um, I'm not advocating that, uh, you know, you only have one shade in stock, but it certainly made me feel better knowing that I, I had that aesthetics aspect of this material to kind of fall back on. And, and once again, it was a shocker for me. I did not expect that. Yeah. So you were using, obviously, a different bulk fill material because Viscolor is not that old, right? It's a relatively new material? Uh, Viscolor bulk was, uh, I believe it came to market in uh, February of 2021. I was doing uh, some hands-on beta testing with it in a pre-release pre form in November of 2020. Right. So that's when this happened. 
So what would you say to compare Viscolor bulk versus the regular Viscolor? What are the key differences? Depth of cure, shades, all that? Um, I think the depth of cure is is a huge thing. It's a huge game changer um, as, as far as use. And, and let me kind of expound upon that for a, a couple of seconds. Um, you're an endodontist, and so you, of all the people that I might talk to in the world, appreciate the importance of isolation. And, you know, when you're doing cosmetic dentistry and you're doing adhesive dentistry, the number one thing we fight is control of the field and you know, trying to keep things dry, trying to prevent curricular leakage or, you know, gingival hemorrhage. Or, you know, there are those folks that just salivate like Pavlov's dog anytime we do dentistry. And anytime you can decrease the number of steps in your procedure, uh, you have a much better chance of a superior outcome. And so I love that aspect of it. I also like the fact that because this material is so aesthetic, they don't make it in a wide variety of shades. It's a four shade system. Now the, um, the original Viscolor, um, that is the non-bulk has a lot more shades and it gives you, you know, a lot more, more chances and a lot more nuance. But what I'm finding with Viscolor bulk is that those you know nuances aren't necessary because it shade matches so very well. Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm a big one on clinical efficiency, but I'm not a big one on efficiency to make more money. I'm a big one on efficiency so that the patient doesn't have to go through the stress of dentistry and that the team doesn't have to go through the physical stress of you know leaning over the patient, being in the clinical posture, and all those kind of things. Um, and you can you can do things in a lot less time with bulk fill. Yeah, to wrap up this podcast and, and your insight on this on this material and how to use it has been really excellent. The delivery system, what's the delivery system like with Viscolor bulk versus okay. in the past? Well, you know, I, I think it's interesting how we spend uh, in dentistry, we spend so much money um, on, on our R&D aspect of things, you know, manufacturers do. And then the dentists spend a lot of money on, uh, you know, getting the right material. Everybody wants to use the proper material and we're willing to pay for it. We pay for quality and we get really good materials. And then they hand us this little plastic dispenser gun that probably, you know, cost a nickel to make. And they're not very durable. They don't work very well. So what Voco has done is this system actually uses a dispenser gun that warms the cartridge. So the cartridge snaps into the gun and when it's loaded, there are LEDs in the barrel of the gun and you turn the gun on, it's actually battery powered. So you, you turn the gun on and within 30 seconds, these LEDs in the barrel uh, they expose your cartridge to uh, a near-infrared light that warms the material. And so the this dispenser gun is intrinsic to the whole process. And number one, it, it warms the material, but the other thing is it keeps the material warm. So as I said in the beginning of the podcast, uh, a, a lot of us have been warming composite for, for decades. And the, 
The only problem with that is the minute you take the cookies out of the oven, the cookies start to cool. And it's the same thing uh, with composite. The moment you take it off of the heater, then it starts to cool. With the Viscolor dispenser gun, as long as it's turned on, those LEDs continue to keep that material at a consistently constant temperature so that you know when you take it to the mouth, you're always going to get a consistent delivery, a consistent flow, a consistent degree of handling. And that is one of the things that I really, really love about this is I don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, we had to stop and vacuum for a moment. Now things are cooling down or the assistant inadvertently handed me the wrong instrument. Now 20 seconds has passed while she finds the right instrument for me. The gun is always ready and the gun is always warming the material. So it becomes really intrinsic to the process. Plus, it's a really well-designed piece of hardware that makes getting the material into the mouth really, really easy. So it, you know, I think it's funny how, like I said, we spend all this money on composite and composite research. And then the delivery system is something that cost a nickel. And they've really paid attention to the delivery system on this. And that has paid off tremendously in clinical application. Yeah. And there's no question the tools of the trade are so important. I mean, I don't want to compare our dentist to a carpenter, but I know when I was helping to build our house in California years ago, the people that were involved with building the house said the quality of your tools is everything. You know, you, we have to assume you have the skill set and most of our, most of the dentists have the skill set. And like you mentioned in the past, these inexpensive delivery systems, cheap plastic probably didn't, these things didn't fit. They were a little bit cumbersome and they were frustrating to use. When you get something that is really elegant and designed well and quality with your skill set, it just makes your day so much more enjoyable and your long-term clinical success is going to get better for sure. And, and once again, I'll you know go back to you being an endodontist. You know the tools that you used were, were so intrinsic to your clinical success. Those instruments, those hand pieces, all of that, you know, mm -hmm. you, Without the a doubt. clinical feel of it in your hands, all of that is so important. And it's not something that we should take for granted. Great podcast, Dr. Fluke, as expected. And I know we have you scheduled to come on uh, for another pair of these, and we're looking forward to that. So until then, enjoy your weekend. And we really want to thank you for your insight and sharing all this great information with our audience. Thank you so much. Now, Dr. Klein, it is always a, a privilege and an honor. And uh, I look forward to being back on here again. Thank you so much for giving me the time.